Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host for Nick's Nerd. What's up, friends, fran- fans, family, all y'all, guys, ladies, everyone in between and on the outside. Welcome back. It's Nick's Nerd News. Today is April 6th. Was it just me or was this uh, April Fool's this past year just not that fun on the internet like it used to be? I don't know. That I mean, that, at least that's what I I felt. Um How's everyone else doing though? How, how y'all how y'all doing today? Good, good. That's that's what I want to hear. I want to hear that you're doing good. Obviously, I can't actually hear what you said, but I got the gist of it, right? But uh, yeah, what's what's going on, folks? Y'all y'all good? Uh, I know I said we were going to be streaming on the 101 league last uh, last week. Uh, survey says that was a lie. Uh, it wasn't meant to be a lie. It just that's who, who, uh, some technical difficulties kept us from from streaming. Um, not going to stop us. Hopefully this week uh, with the one on one league doing Super Smash Brothers Melee. A uh, great time over there with Scott, our uh, our great partner and friend. Um, I'm excited. I hope you all are excited. It's a it's a new day, folks. It's a new day. It's a new dawn. Um, you know, all, all those good things, all those good things. What, what else is going on with y'all? Anything, anything fun? I mean, uh, I did get a new game we're going to talk about today. Um, we are going to talk about Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga. Uh, it came out yesterday. I've been, I was able to get some time in with it, um, I completed the first uh, mission or movie, I should say, because you can play by movie. And uh, I started with A New Hope. I mean, no surprise there, right? I mean, you got to start with with how the the saga started itself. You got to start with A New Hope. Um, So there's there's that. That's fun. Uh, And then some other stuff going on in the movie world. Uh, unfortunately, no movies to talk about as of right now. There haven't really been any uh, that have piqued my interest as of late. And God, no, we're not talking about Morbius. That dumpster fire. I mean, we're going to talk about it. What I mean is I didn't, I'm not going to go pay money to see that dumpster fire. I am not supporting that movie. Um, I'm not supporting Sony in general. I was talking to some friends. Like, We need to like figure out a way to get... <laughs> the Spider-Man Marvel rights and any rights that Sony has back into Marvel's hands because Sony cannot be allowed to continue this madness. But, you know, before we get farther into things, just just always a quick note, like, share, subscribe, do whatever you guys want to do, whatever you feel comfortable with. Uh, check out the 101 League on Twitch. Our partner's over there. Uh, you can watch me stream with them on Saturdays. Uh, and let's let's just get right into to what you guys are here for to listen to me prattle on about dumb, interesting topics as per usual, shall we? So, what is going on in the video game world? Like I said, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. The game is gorgeous, right? 
it, it literally is gorgeous. It's so fun. I haven't played a Lego game in, in quite a while. Um, I used to get... I, I played all the Star Wars ones before they did uh, The Force Awakens. Um, I think that was the last one I played. Obviously, this is the first one I've gotten in a while. Uh, includes now The Last Jedi and and uh, The Rise of Skywalker. And it's got some other stuff from Mandalorian, The Bad Batch, all that stuff. Um, or, or they will be adding it, I should say. But the, it, it's a lot different than previous ones. It's got more like hub, hub worlds now, uh, where the missions kind of branch off from. I, I am not digging that as much. Um, they don't always say when you're in these like little hub worlds, and it transitions in a weird way. Um, it, it, it almost... I mean, granted, I was trying to rush through just because I had other things to do. Um, but I probably could have hung out in them more. Um, but obviously they're meant for more exploring. And obviously the Lego games, they're filled with so many different things to, to look and see and do. And uh, uh, that was part of it. So I, I just, I have to explore more. I have to be able to sit down and really play it. And uh, hopefully... Hopefully, I'll, I'll be able to do that this weekend more uh, than, than what I was able to do today, um, between yesterday and today. Um, but yeah, so far, so good. Like I said, it's fun, gorgeous. So in uh, previous LEGO games, it used to be that like everything was LEGO, um, but now the way they have it is like all the environments are like real fully rendered um so they're not like it's all not lego anymore like it looks more realistic which is really really cool i think it, it adds more um more immersiveness than it used to and it, it's a nice blending and i i appreciate it i think it's really cool but we'll we'll see how other people respond to it. It's it's very different from from previous, like I said, previous Lego games. But I I think this is a a, a step in the right direction, and hopefully, um, hopefully they do more with that in other Lego games for other franchises. And we'll we'll see, we'll see how that goes, uh, with TT games in the future. So we'll talk about more about it next week. Uh, I was going to talk about how Series X's were available for, like, the first time ever. Uh, but it appears in, in the span of uh, five days, uh, they're all sold out again. So we're, we're not going to talk about how they were just readily available on, on Amazon and, and Walmart for, like, a week. Uh, you can find them on Walmart. They're just not $500. They're not retail. Uh, moving forward... Gaming's biggest stage will not take place this year. E3 has been canceled, both digitally and physically. Um, they were planning to hold a physical E3 this year, after last year only having a, a um, uh, after only having a digital event last year. Uh, but it turns out they're just not going to have E3 at all uh, to focus on a bigger and better 2023 for E3. Could this be the final nail in the coffin, though? I, I think so, um, at least as E3 exists today. Uh, E3 
has had a bit of a reckoning the last few years. I mean, Sony hasn't attended for a while. Um, but I, I just, I think it's time that E3 either gets revamped completely or it just needs, just needs to die as, as sad as it is, because it is such a great way to learn about new things. It's also a problem with the industry as well, because it, it creates this weird expectation from gamers. You know, they, these companies, they put out these vertical slices that are essentially trailers and then, of course, everyone expects that's what the game to look like. And it's like, no, this is pre-alpha gameplay, or it's a vertical slice. It doesn't actually represent actual gameplay. And then, you know, we get the shit storm that happens later when the game releases. I'm sure most of you remember Puddlegate that ca- happened after Marvel Spider-Man released. It, 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 it's nonsense. And, of course, we know what happened with Halo Infinite. So, so E3, I, I think, either, like I said, either needs to really change or it needs to just stay dead after this year. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. We will see next year. Uh, Capcom, who's been having a resurgence as of late, recently announced that it will be raising all employees' salaries by 30%. Uh, or excuse me, the average employee salary by 30%. Uh, We'll also introduce a new bonus structure uh, tied to their business performance. Uh, They also have a new chief human resources officer job that's new. Um, This is per, per a new investor relations statement on their website that reads, quote, Driven by its philosophy of being a creator of entertainment culture that stimulates your senses, Capcom will work to address the issues facing our society while aiming to improve its corporate value and establishing a relationship of trust with employees and stakeholders. Uh, end quote. Uh, they want to keep doing that, increasing pay, all this stuff. Um, they're going to reorganize their HR department and bolster productivity. Of all things, that's crazy. Um, even Bandai Namco uh, is increasing their pay across the board at, uh, with with their new profits and uh, favorability that they've been having. And just remember, a few short years ago, people weren't happy with Capcom. So it's interesting to see uh, that this is happening. Uh, switching back over to the Activision Blizzard merger here for a second. Four U.S. Senators have come out opposing the merger, uh, two of which not surprised, one of them I am surprised at. Um, Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts, Bernie Sanders of Vermont, Cory Booker of New Jersey, uh, and Sheldon Whitehouse, who I'm, I, I unfortunately I don't know what state he represents, uh, have put out a statement per the Wall Street Journal. It says, quote, we are deeply concerned about consolidation in the tech industry and its impact on workers, unquote. Um, and then they went on to say, quote, workers at Activision Blizzard following years of rampant sexual misconduct and discrimination and unfair labor practices have led calls for greater transparency and accountability in the gaming industry. And we are deeply concerned that this acquisition could further disenfranchise these workers and prevent their voices from being heard. As this proposed deal moves forward in the review process, the Federal Trade Commission should assess whether the ways in which these companies have failed to protect the rights and dignity of their workers are driven by Mon- monopsony power 
or amount to anti-competitive harms in our labor market? And if so, the merger will be exacerbate these problems, unquote. Look, this is some nonsense. A, it's not monopoly, and I think that's what they meant. I think that was just a, a misquote in the uh, a typo in the quote I was reading. We, we already know this is not going to be a monopoly because even if it does go through, Microsoft would still be third in terms of gaming revenue. There's no, there's no issue of monopoly here. There's also no issue of consolidation. The gaming industry is enormous. Consolidation in the tech industry overall, yes, there are some concerns. I don't think this is it. Um, if anything, this will help Activision. It, it, I know they cite concerns. Microsoft has already said they're pretty much... They haven't flatly said, but they're pretty much cleaning house once it goes through at the top. They've already said they're not going to stop any any unionization that, that's that's being tried um, at any of the Activision studios. M many internal surveys have gone out of Activision Blizzard employees, many of whom say they are optimistic about the merger and what will happen if, if it does go through. Uh, and this just happens to go out the same day that Kotaku put out a very interesting piece, uh, I think it was Kotaku and someone else, about issues Microsoft is having at its Undead Labs studio. However, key, key point in that whole thing, Microsoft has taken a very hands-off approach and was not really the ones causing the issues there. Um, ultimately, things have changed at that studio as well. Uh, but again, if Microsoft buys a company and it just lets them do their own thing, are they really at fault there? Uh, you could make the argument that they are. Uh, you could make the argument that they're not as well. Um, do I think Activision Blizzard will be better off? Yes. Do I think the gaming industry will be better off? More than likely. Um, you know, the, the studios... Activision has been relegated to essentially making only, you know, only Call of Duty, right? And it's like you have all these studios. There's no reason they should all be working on one game. That's stupid. I get it's your most profitable game and it makes a fuck ton of money, but at the same time, like, it's really dumb. That's a really dumb business model. It's like you got to diversify, diversify, diversify. So, like, the, the concerns, obviously Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders were not going to be about it, right? That, that's their shtick. That's their MO. I don't know enough about White House to make a comment. Uh, Cory Booker, I know in the past, has said some things. Um, I did not expect him to come out against this, though. But, again, I overall, I think it will be better. Yes, I, there are big concerns, right? Um, but, ultimately, I, I don't think this is, this is not a merger or acquisition. I think that is, is part of the problem. I think this will ultimately be part of the solution, if you ask me. So we'll we'll and we'll see what ends up happening. I, I don't think it's going to get blocked. Uh, sticking on the Microsoft train here for a second. Uh, obviously, Halo Infinite is not doing what it was six months ago when it released in November, right? Um, a lot of Twitch streamers have stopped streaming because there's nothing new. Uh, it we're still at least a few weeks out from season two. Um, 
on top of delays and everything like that. And and three four three. Uh, community director Brian Gerard was on Reddit this past week, and he said, "Quote." Uh, Certainly not happy to be unable to meet player and community expectations. Um, There are indeed a lot of challenges and constraints. We're certainly not happy to be unable to meet player and community expectations. It's a difficult situation that's going to take the team time to work through. Right now the focus is on Season 2 and we'll have more to share on that in the coming weeks. Meanwhile, a lot of production planning, costing, planning, hiring, etc. is all happening, which doesn't really lend to detailed regular updates. We understand the community is simply out of patience and, frankly, I think understandably tired of words. We just need some time for them, for the team to get the details sorted, and then we can certainly share as much as we can, unquote. Look, Brian is being as diplomatic as he can. Um, And I understand. I'm kind of frustrated, too. Right? I am a longtime Halo player. Halo 5 had constant updates from the get-go, right? And it launched with more stuff. And I understand it's on a new engine. It was already... Halo Infinite was already delayed a year from original release. Um, other things were were supposed to happen. I get it. I get it. I am one of these frustrated people. It's like, I'm tired of these maps. Where are the new maps? Um, it sucks that Forge Mode's not available yet, right? Like, they added new... Tactical Slayer modes I noticed this weekend, which I'm cool with. But, like, I, I want ranked SWAT. I want ranked Tactical sw- Slayer. Um, so, I, I, I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking to myself here. But it, it, it's just, it is frustrating. And I get it that, you know, we were in a pandemic the last two years. Working from home is probably not conducive to, to game development. Probably doesn't help it at all. Probably made it ten times harder. I get that Microsoft is trying to get rid of crunch at most of their studios and they're putting developer health at the forefront and that's why it's taking longer. 100% on board with that too. But at the same time, it's it's frustrating because other Halo games have launched with more at their launch and six months later, we wouldn't be in this position, right? Um, and no word yet on, on DLC, campaign DLC. They, they said... Halo Infinite would be the platform for Halo for the next 10 years. Like, don't expect a Halo 7. And it, it, it's, it's, it is frustrating. I, I am out of patience a little. And, and I still enjoy playing it. I don't have any issue getting into matches. So this, this idea that, that it's floating around that the game is dead is a little too much, I think. Um, but again, I'm, I'm getting bored with some of the things. So I can't wait for Season 2. I do, I do need to finish the Battle Pass for Season 1, which I'm almost there. I do have a month to go 15 levels. I don't think that's going to be hard. But I, I just... It, 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 it's, it is frustrating. And I hope, I hope, once Season 2 is out, they can actually put out a roadmap and we can see what's going to happen, right? You, you, this, is, this game was not supposed to die. It was supposed to be Halo's comeback and unfortunately unfortunately there's there's been a very tough road that it's been on and it sucks and hopefully moving forward it will get better and I I think it will Uh, moving on to a a different topic entirely uh, Wargaming the studio behind World of Tanks and World of Warships um, have taken a stand 
they have announced that they will leave Belarus and Russia in every capacity. Um, via LinkedIn, they have announced that they have transferred its live games business and its office in Minsk in Belarus uh, to Lesta Studio, who they used to be affiliated with but is no longer. Uh, they will close the Minsk office eventually as well. And they said, quote, The company will not profit from this process either today or going forward. Much to the contrary, we expect to suffer substantial losses as a direct result of this decision. We will providing as much severance and support as possible to our employees affected by the change, unquote. Now, while they didn't say why they were doing it, uh, it's obvious that this is in response to the invasion of Ukraine by Russia with the, the aid of Belarus. Uh, Wargaming happened to be f uh, founded in Minsk back in, uh, uh, to, uh, I don't remember when, but um, they ended up m moving its office from Belarus to Cyprus in 2011. Um, oh, they make World of Warplanes now too? Uh, World of Tanks just happens to be the most popular game in Russia, so obviously they care more about people than they do profit. They actually donated a million dollars to the Ukrainian Red Cross recently. Um, they fired someone who supported the invasion of, of Ukraine. Um, they do have a massive office in Kiev. They employ 500 people in Kiev. Um, it, it's, it's interesting that they would do this. But the games will remain playable in the meantime. Who knows if, if Lesta can handle it. But props to Wargaming for standing up for what's right. Um, and not supporting a ridiculous, ridiculous invasion brought upon by a madman. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. And, and props to them. And I hope they don't, uh, I hope they don't go out of business because of it. But... That's a, it's a power move right there, if they do. So, last week we talked about PlayStation's new PlayStation Plus uh, stuff, I don't know, subscription service, however you want to call it. And, oh man, never mind, this story is a no-go. I was going to tell you guys how to save hundreds of dollars by switching to Geico. No, by <laughs> saving hundreds of dollars on uh, PlayStation Plus Premium. But uh, that loophole is shut down. There was a loophole where you could buy like six years worth and get it for half price. Um, that's not happening anymore, so I'm not going to talk about it. But that was a thing for about four days. Uh, the video games... The video games... Video games have won their first Grammy, I should say. <laughs> uh, the video game... 8-bit uh, big band who is a cover orchestra, cover band orchestra, have won a Grammy for Best Arrangement uh, for their take on Meta Knight's Revenge from the Kirby Superstar game. Um, yeah, 8-bit band orchestra. That's really cool. I'm going to have to check out this thing. Um, yeah, first video game to win a Grammy, essentially. So that happened on Sunday, I think. Probably not at the main award show, but it happened. Now hopefully this opens the floodgates and more gaming 
composers and things like that start winning Grammys because they are definitely de deserved of it. Um, Jim Ryan, speaking to the PlayStation blog, said, expect more PlayStation acquisitions despite recently acquiring two new studios. No surprise there. Don't expect them to buy big ones, though. They don't have that kind of spending power yet. Um, and then in what many people thought was a uh, uh, April Fool's joke, uh, it's been announced that a new Monkey Island game is coming. It is called Return to Monkey Island. Uh, it's coming from the original game director, Ron Gilbert. Uh, it is coming this year, and it will be uh, essentially the third game. Uh, it will be as a follow-up to both The Secret of Monkey Island and Monkey Island 2, LeChuck's Revenge. Of course, like I said, this will be called Return to Monkey Island. And uh, it will be uh, published by Devolver Digital with Lucasfilm Games. So Lucasfilm, of course, the original publishers, or LucasArts, the original publishers. Uh, it will also bring back Dave Grossman and Michael Land, the composer, Michael McConnell, and Clint but, but Jakeian. Uh, however, Tim Schafer, the co-creator of the original Monkey Islands, who now runs Double Fine, will not return, unfortunately. Um, they've been working on the game for two years in complete secrecy, uh, and it will release this year, and it will pick up right where Monkey Island 2 LeChuck's Revenge left off. Uh, no word yet on what else will happen, but there was a short teaser. Um... And it is, like I said, expected this year. It will be a point-and-click adventure. Um, so it will be interesting to see how this goes. Um, what was this? Oh, there was an Easter egg for Monkey Island and Sea of Thieves. Um, but it's... it's uh, this follows in line with Last year, when Lucasfilm Games said they want to give uh, developers their uh, the ability to make their dream games with Disney IP. So, while Gilbert can't buy the franchise from Disney, this this may be his best option, right? Because I know he's he said in the past he wants to buy it. Uh, and I know it's a beloved franchise, so we'll see how this goes. So, who knows? Uh, if you're a big fan of cookbooks and video games, well, you're in luck because two franchises are getting cookbooks. Uh, the Witcher is getting its own tie-in cookbook, and so is Halo, which the community has erupted over, which I is ridiculous, um, but that ties into our earlier conversation about Halo. Uh, but it's just strange because Halo has never really had any association with food. So that's why people are confused, because um, they're just like, what? what? There's like we barely talk about food in this franchise. Why is so? Why why are we getting a cookbook? It doesn't make any sense. But again, I, I it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It does not. Anyway, uh, Wordle has become the second most discussed game on Twitter in 2022. We're four months in. A lot of things could change, uh, but it's obvious because I open up Twitter and all I see are gray, yellow, and green blocks of everyone sharing their their attempts at the, the word of the day. Um, 
Ubisoft has announced that no new content will be coming for Ghost Recon Breakpoint, uh, as essentially development ends. Servers will still be run for it in Wildlands. Uh, this is just a few short months after NFTs were announced for for Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Clearly, it didn't do what they thought it would do. Um, no word yet on if a new Ghost Recon will be in development. And I wonder if they're going to stick with the um, the open world concept that started with Wildlands. Or, of course, we can go back to what Future Soldier and Advanced Warfare were doing. But, again, who knows what, what happens with that franchise within Tom Clancy. Um, I don't remember if I talked about a new Witcher game in development a couple weeks back. Uh, but CD Projekt Red confirmed that they will be using Unreal Engine 5. And speaking of Unreal Engine 5, there was uh, uh, Epic Games had a like a state of Unreal yesterday or two days ago. Essentially just like showing off Unreal because it's officially out. Um, and um, showing Unreal and uh, other games that might be using it. And uh, we got some stuff from the coalition the makers of gears of war and then crystal dynamics announced that they are making a new tomb raider with unreal engine 5 uh no word on if it would be a full reboot again or if they would be staying in the uh universe created by the reboot from 2013 i think it was so continuing on from shadow of the tomb raider and uh last bit of gaming news today that was announced today actually Remedy and Rockstar will be working together on full remakes of Max Payne 1 and Max Payne 2. Rockstar is going to be funding it through a new um, publishing deal with Remedy. Uh, and well, Remedy will be making it through uh, in their control engine. What, what's funny is, is Remedy made the first two Max Payne games. And then the license was acquired by Rockstar. And Rockstar made the third Max Payne game. So it's... it's it's, uh, it's funny that the two of them are working together to remake 1 and 2. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that. I, I enjoy both of... Uh, both. Both. I enjoy all the Max Payne games, I should say. Uh, some TV news. The uh, Star Wars Obi-Wan show on Disney Plus, uh, unfortunately, has been delayed two days. However, with that delay, we also got the announcement that it will drop with two episodes. It will have a two-episode premiere. Uh, so now May 27th, a Sunday, which is a strange day to launch a, a show. Or Friday, the 27th, um, the second day of Star Wars Celebration. So we'll, of course, be talking about all of that and Star Wars Celebration at the end of May. Uh, the Walking Dead has officially finished filming. Uh, the original show, uh, not its spinoffs, of course, those are still going, but the original Walking Dead has wrapped production on its final season. Well, filming, not, not production, I should say. Production, there's a lot of stuff that goes into production, but it is over. Uh, Jillian Anderson was being interviewed about a potential X-Files return again. Um, and said uh, she would only return on one condition. Um, she was speaking with Variety, and she said, quote, it just feels like such an old idea. I've done it. I did it for so many years. 
and it also ended on such an unfortunate note. In order to even begin to have that conversation, there would need to be a whole new set of writers, and the baton would need to be handed on for it to feel like it was new and progressive. So yeah, it's very much in the past. Um, she also said, quote, the sexist world she entered at the time, something that caught her off guard. I was expected to walk behind David uh, when our characters walked up to the front doors of the people we were investigating. There were things that I rebelled against, unquote. Um, she also said, quote, I don't think it was as clear-cut in my mind as being, oh, this is a feminist character. I think that was more of a just, this is a woman that I haven't seen before on television, and she's so unique, unquote. Um, of course, we had an 11th season of the show back in 2018. She wasn't in it as much, um, but we'll see. I don't think I don't think David Duchovny wants to do it anymore either, but we'll see if, if it ever comes back. Uh, unfortunate news for Seinfeld fans. Uh, Estelle Harris has passed away at 93 years old. Uh, famous for playing George Costanza's mother on the sitcom, uh, as well as playing Mrs. Potato Head in the Toy Story franchise. Uh, Squid Game creator uh, has announced a new project called The Old People Killing Game, I think that's what it was called. Um, but we care more about Squid Game than anything. He has announced he hopes to have Season 2 of Squid Game be completed and ready to be released by the end of 2024. So yes, we're at least two years away uh, from any potential second season of Squid Game. Um, if you didn't have a reason to sign up for Apple TV+, Plus, now you might. And I'm happy I got three free months of it through uh, my work phone. But Apple TV has announced two new shows one of which is called Prehistoric Planet uh, and is being produced by John Favreau. It will be scored by Hans Zimmer and will be narrated by Sir David Attenborough. Yes, that David Attenborough, as this is going to be a Planet Earth-like docu-series set around the dinosaurs, which I am very excited about. That drops in May. Uh, meanwhile... Uh, it was also announced that they are greenlit a show starring Jason Momoa. This is his second show with Apple TV+. Plus. Um, it will be called Chief of War, and it will tell the history of Hawaii about warfare and colonization and all things like that. That sounds very interesting. And now that I have three months of Apple TV, I might finally watch Ted Lasso. Uh, Witcher 3, or The Witcher Season 3 has entered production. Um... So I don't know how many seasons of the show they're doing, but season three is entered production. A new podcast starring Winston Duke as Batman has been announced. Uh, Winston Duke is, of course, famous for playing for playing M. Baku in uh, in Black Panther and uh, starred alongside Lupita Nyong'o in Us. Uh, we got a new trailer for Star Trek: Strange New Worlds, which shows off the Enterprise in all its glory. Uh, and other some shenanigans with the with the crew of the Enterprise uh, before the events of the original series. Uh, and then yesterday was First Contact Day, uh, and they announced for Star Trek Picard Season 3 that most of the original cast will be returning, including Michael Dorn, Gates McFadden, uh, Jordy, or Jordy LaForge. Uh, um, why can't I think of his name? LeVar Burton. 
and of course, um, Brent Spiner's been a part of the show already. He's been in every season um, so far. There's only been two seasons. Um, uh, uh, why can't I think of Riker's name? Marina Sirtis. And anyway, Riker. <laughs> uh, this begs the question, though, are why wasn't Diana Moldar reached out to, uh, who famously played... Um, the Doctor in the second season of The Next Generation, and Dr. Pulaski, uh, why wasn't Denise Crosby asked to return to at least play Sela, uh, the daughter of an alternate Tasha Yar? Uh, granted, that would be a Romulan story that they'd have to work in, um, which they've been working with Romulans the whole time, so that wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility. Um, why uh, will, will John DeLancey be back for season three as Q again? Um, obviously Brent Spiner's not going to be playing Data, as spoilers, Data, uh, was confirmed as dead, uh, at the end of season one of Picard, um, and I wonder, some other, some other characters were brought up, I don't think they're necessary, uh, Vash was a good one they should bring back, or try to bring back, um, and some other things, uh, O'Brien, Miles O'Brien, no reason why they... I, I know Colmini has said he wouldn't want to do a cameo or anything, but but who knows? But yes, Star Trek Picard Season 3, which actually just ratched, wrapped filming uh, as they filmed Season 2 and 3 back-to-back, uh, will feature all of them. It actually features many behind-the-scenes crew, writers, and things like that. So hopefully we won't have to wait too long for Season 3 like we did between Season 1 and Season 2. Uh, hopefully it will be next winter, uh, since they wrapped filming already. Um, Robert Downey Jr. is going to be producing a new Sherlock Holmes, uh, two Sherlock Holmes television products of some kind, uh, be it shows or movies or something, for HBO Max. Uh, no word yet on if he will be starring or if it connects to his Sherlock movies. Um, but they will produce content based on Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's famous, famous, famous works. And then Young Justice is back. I don't know if you guys know this, but like part two of season four dropped out of nowhere this past week. And it was only like four or five episodes. I don't know if we're getting more. It would suck if we aren't. Uh, no word yet on a fifth season. Um, also, it would be weird mainly because it just like... Season four is kind of ended. If if it if it is over, um, it has like the weirdest ending ever. Um, oh, okay, no, there's gonna be thirteen episodes. Okay, whew, I was confused there. Um, <laughs> they uh, have more coming this week. Um, so, all right, whoo, I was worried. Uh, there will be a comic tie-in. That will continue the events of Season 4 uh, once it ends later this year. Uh, no word yet on, though, like I said, if Season 5 is coming. Um, hopefully so, because that show is great. Um, and then before we move on to the uh, movie news, I want to talk about Halo and Moon Knight. So, Halo's second episode dropped last week. 
honestly not super engaged in the story. Um, I really don't understand why Master Chief is out of his armor so much. Um, and he does things that are very out of character for the Chief we know. And I know they're trying to tell a different story and blah, blah, blah. But I, I, um, I don't know. It's very, very strange in having him out of his armor so much. What I am enjoying, though, the... Um, why can't I talk today? Uh, the production design is amazing, though. Like, I'm, I'm not kidding. I, I'm loving the production design. Be it the costume design, which is on point, the covenant when you see them is amazing that the the prophets look amazing it, it's just the story is is i don't know where they're going with soren i don't know what's going on with with this this chick that he picked up the chief and dropped off with soren i, I do like the the stuff going on though at at unsc fleetcom on reach uh, I'm fully convinced that the season will end with the fall of Reach. That that's kind of where they're headed at this point. Um, we'll see though if if that actually plays out. Um, but who knows? It's very interesting, and and I'm I'm fully expecting Cortana to show up in in episode three since they've been hinting at it so much. Um, next, uh, of course, talk about Moon Knight. So look. People have been shitting on Halo for its its bad CGI. Moon Knight is not doing any better. Like I'm not kidding. Moon Knight is 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 uh, uh, barely barely getting by with their CG, and it's not much better in some places. So I I don't understand why the hate is is coming for for Halo. Obviously, it's Halo, so it's going to be scrutinized more and. Some people are afraid to, to criticize Marvel pro products sometimes. Um, the story, though, is really cool. I like this whole dynamic of, of like the dual personality. They're showing off more of Konsu, Konshu. Is that the Egyptian god more than I thought? F. Murray Abraham is doing great as voicing him. Um, and like showing the duality of the situation, is it, they're pulling it off very well. And I'm excited to see where this show goes. Uh, and it's clear that it's it's mostly detached from the, the wider MCU, which is which is cool to see as well. Um, that's it for TV news. I do want to talk a little bit about gaming or movie news. Uh, not a whole lot. Uh, Michael Bay, though, <laughs> admits that he, he, he went way too far with Transformers. Um, and don't get me wrong. A few of them were good and a few of them were trash. Uh, and they clearly stopped paying attention to their own canon and, and story set by themselves. Um, he was talking to Unilad and he said, quote, I made too many of them. Steven Spielberg said, just stop at three. And I said I'd stop. The studio begged me to do a fourth and then that made a billion two. And then I said, I'm going to stop there. And then they begged me again. I should have stopped. They were fun to do, unquote. Um... He was being interviewed with his movie Ambulance coming out. Uh, he said, quote, it was a fun experience. It made more than 
709 million that's a lot of movie tickets and a lot of people have seen seen it uh, unquote Bay said um of course that that was just the last night i i want my time back for that movie that movie was so bad it was so so bad um we'll see though it's kind of been rebooted with bumblebee and we'll see what happens with rise of the beasts next year um he also said, quote, I'm passionate about any movie I do, from pain and gain to 13 hours. I like going from big to small. You want to move off the same thing, uh, unquote, Bay said. Um, and then, like I said, Ambulance comes out uh, on uh, the on Friday the 8th, so two days from now. That movie, I don't know how I feel about that movie. Uh, Will Smith has decided to resign from the Academy of Motion Pictures. Uh, following the incident at the Academy Awards two weeks ago. Um, So he will not be able to participate, be nominated, any of that stuff. Uh, This doesn't mean he has to quit acting or anything like that. It's just he won't be able to be nominated for its biggest award. Um, And in the wake of that, many of his projects have either been shelved or put on hold, uh, including Bad Boys 4. Um unfortunate but again that was an unfortunate outburst that never should have happened um and and a lot of people were were shocked by it because it's not how will usually behaves um people are concerned for his mental state um some people think he might have have cracked after years of having to to keep himself hidden um or or keep himself like on the straight and narrow if you will, for the last de- few decades, but it still, that's not how you handle things. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. I, I, I feel deeply, and I just, I hope he doesn't be ostracized for too long. Like, work out your issues, get shit fixed, get it handled, and then come back better than ever, man. That's how you, do, you gotta do it. You gotta fight them haters. You gotta fight the haters. And to do it, you have to realize you fucked up and come back better than ever. And I think he can do that. If anyone can do it, it's Will. Uh, Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson are teaming up for a new movie. And no, it's not a Marvel movie. Surprise, surprise. Well, they're technically both, you know, dead in the Marvel Universe. Um, Jim Carrey was recently being interviewed, stating that, that he feels like he's given all he's had to give and may retire from acting, stating he's given enough. Uh, the producers of, of the Sonic movies, though, said they would never try to replace him and that they hope he loves that role enough to at least continue doing that even if he does step away from acting in general. Um, the Crow is being rebooted yet again. Uh, we'll see if it actually happens this time, though. Uh, this time with Bill Skarsgård uh, being cast in the in the main role. Uh, Bill Skarsgård, of course, the son of Stephen Skarsgård, uh, or Stellan Skarsgård, and uh, famous for playing Pennywise the Clown in the new It films. Um, Morbius, despite not being good, has won the weekend at $39 million. Of course, low compared to some other movies of the past year or so. Uh, and more and more stories are coming out about just the horror on set. Um, and the director saying things like he doesn't understand how Spider-Man ended up in the trailer uh, as graffiti. Uh, and then also it's come out that 
Jared Leto, he he is a method actor. He would stay in character so much that in between takes, if he had to go to the bathroom, he would use his crutches. Uh, he plays a disabled character in the in the early parts of the film uh, that would take up to forty five minutes for his bathroom breaks. This is not normal, folks. This is not normal. That is outrageous amount of time delay when you're trying to film a movie on a budget and a time frame. Jesus Christ, I hope. There's a hilarious meme. Uh, it's Darth Maul. And it's like Jared Leto's Darth Maul. And he ignites his one half of his lightsaber. It says worst DC movie. Other half, it's worst Marvel movie. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 has broken a world record. Uh, for prosthesis and makeup, uh, the amount of makeup and prosthetics that are being used is a new has set a new world record. Uh, that film is due out sometime next year. Uh, there's been a new TV spot released for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, in it, we get a better look at Zombie Strange as well as uh, a lot of continuing plot points from WandaVision. Uh, including the two actors reprising their role playing Wanda and Vision's sons. Which uh, is very interesting to see. I figured they would make a return in this movie. Um, it's also been announced that Jurassic World Dominion will have the longest runtime of in the entire Jurassic Park World franchise. At 2 hours and 26 minutes. And whoo, I'm ready for a 2.5 hour Jurassic movie, baby. I cannot wait for that. That's fucking awesome. Um, Netflix will be getting its first NC-17 movie called Blonde, uh, which stars Anna de Armas as Marilyn Monroe. It will be their first NC-17 movie that they've produced, uh, not the first one to air on the platform. Um, but the final, final bit of, of movie news I wanted to talk about is Ezra Miller. Um... They are the star of the upcoming Flash movie. Of course, they were cast as um, Barry Allen the Flash many years ago for Zack Snyder in Batman vs. Superman. Um, of course, he reprised the role in Zack Snyder's Justice League and has been filming his solo film with Michael Keaton and uh, the like, which was recently delayed, of course, to next year. Um... But he was recently arrested in Hawaii and given a temporary restraining order against a couple. Um, and this is not the first incident that uh, they have been involved in recently. Um, there was a incident in, I want to say, uh, 2020, I think, where he, or 2019 where they allegedly um, they allegedly uh, attacked a woman in a bar in Reykjavik in Iceland. Um, I, I don't know, man. It's gotten to the point where the Marvel executives apparently had a urgent, secret rush meeting to talk about Ezra's future with them and projects for Warner Brothers. that That's not something you want, right? Because he's now the face of two major franchises. 
Uh, he's in he's in Fantastic Beasts, which the new one seems to me not getting great reviews. That's out next week. Um, and then of course, The Flash, which has recently been delayed, and this isn't the first story about him. Now, there's any number of ways you could replace him in the Flash movies. Uh, not the greatest thing you want when your franchise has had a quite a few stumbles over the last uh, decade or so that it's been coming out. Um, and and it's it's not exactly something you want for your studio or, or one of your biggest stars either. And either Ezra needs a lot of help or they may have to part ways with, with, with Ezra. Um, it, it, it is an interesting situation for sure. Like I said, it's not, um, not a usual one. It also opens up a lot of conversations surrounding the Will Smith situation. It's like, why is Will being punished uh, for doing like his first thing? And why isn't Ezra being called out or punished when he's had ongoing struggles and issues uh, uh, with, with other people? Uh, it's it's definitely a conversation to be had, and it's definitely one that that unfortunately would be very uncomfortable to have as well. Um, do I think Ezra needs to be removed? If this behavior continues, that's that's definitely a strong possibility. Uh, do I want to give him the benefit? Excuse me. Do I want to give them the benefit of the the doubt? Uh, not really, because un- unfortunately, there there's too much of a history there. Um, now, do I think they can definitely take a pause with working with him? 1,000% yes. Uh, do we want to delay the Flash again? No, no, I do not think we should do that again. Um, <laughs> that movie needs to come out. But when this is a situation that's happening, you definitely do not want to be in the camp of we're fully behind this guy, especially after they've already had to deal with the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp situation, which isn't exactly playing out as they thought it would play out when they decided to put their uh, eggs in a certain basket. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll see what the future holds. Always in motion the future is. Uh, so there's, there's no guarantee that it's going to stay this way. Um, but th- that, that's it for Nixner News this week. Thank you guys for listening. I do appreciate it. Uh, as always, check out nixnerdnews.com where you guys can listen to the show right in your browser. Or if you prefer, you can find links to our Apple Podcast page, our Google Podcast page. We got Spotify. We got iHeartRadio. We got Amazon Music. We're on all the big ones. Uh, also, while you're there, check out our social media tab. You guys can find links. Uh, excuse me. You can find our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter feeds all in one place. Uh, or, if you prefer, search on your social media platform of choice by searching Nixner News. Give us a follow. And uh, with that, I will catch you guys on the flip side.